Framework is a show consecrated to field recording and its use in composition. Field recording, phonography, the art of sound hunting. Open your ears and listen. Framework A Field is a series of special editions curated and produced by guest artists from around the world. A new edition airs every second week, alternating with our usual Framework broadcasts. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. This edition has been produced using field recordings made in India, Vietnam, Sri Lanka and Nepal by longtime regular framework contributor Keith De Mendonca. Welcome to Framework A Field. In this edition, I will take you to a folk festival in the hills of Rajasthan, India. We'll lose ourselves in the largest religious event on the planet, wander around the leafy streets of Hanoi in Vietnam, meander by the ghats in Kathmandu, and finally mingle with the crowds at the August festival at Kataragama in southern Sri Lanka. We start our journey in Allahabad in northern India where the Yamuna River meets the Ganges. Every 12 years in January and February, an enormous religious event takes place where these two rivers meet. An estimated 100 million people from across India and beyond travel to a huge temporary city built on the banks of the river to pray and to bathe in the holy waters at the confluence of these two great rivers. Each bathing day attracts 10 to 20 million new pilgrims the government has built a tented city, roads, lighting, and 18 temporary bridges for the pilgrims to move about the banks of the river safely during this event. A number of religious groups build their own compounds inside the city with stages, communal tents, flashing lights. I'm standing at one end of pontoon 17, listening to it groan as it flexes in response to the fast moving water of the river running beneath. It's night time. On the other side of the river, there is a haze of electric lights illuminating the enormous sprawl of this huge temporary city. The air is cold and hazy from the smoke from thousands and thousands of campfires. If you've ever wanted to listen to the sound of 10 million souls drifting through the night air, 
This is it. It's almost midnight and I'm walking to a campsite to sleep for a few hours before one of the great processions begins. On the way, I pass a group of women singing beside a fire.
It's now 3 a.m. I've been sleeping in a tent at one of the Akaras, waiting for the start of the procession. A large fire has just ripped through the campsite next door, burning to death two sleepers, so the atmosphere here is understandably subdued. Tents in this Akara are now opening up and people are stirring. Preparations are being made, turbans are being wound. Nagasadus, naked, holy men covered in white ash and wearing garlands of flowers, some carrying swords, staffs, tridents, or conch shells, are congregating beside a large wood fire and are chanting. A few at first and their numbers swell to well over 50 sadhus. A large crowd of pilgrims has also massed, many clad in saffron-coloured clothes and many with banners showing the faces of their gurus. The procession leaves the campsite and follows a road towards the riverbank. On either side of the road, wooden stockades separate us from the literary tens of thousands of onlookers who have awoken to witness the spectacle before they themselves make their way to the river to bathe in the holy waters on this auspicious day. In the procession, tractors pull trailers, garlanded with thousands of flowers, and on each trailer, a holy man sits on a silver seat.
One of the signature sounds of the Kum Mela is the heartbreaking voices of those who have become separated from their friends or family and who are using the public address system to call out for their loved ones to come and find them. The loudspeakers appear on poles along every temporary road in this temporary city. With crowds exceeding 10 million people, it's estimated that 30,000 get lost on each bathing day. And in a country with so many spoken languages, where many people have little money and have traveled huge distances to reach the Mela, not all of them are reunited with their loved ones. A reoccurring theme in Bollywood movies describes how people are brought to the Kumela to be discarded or just become accidentally separated from their traveling companions. In the movies, you first have to become lost in order to find yourself. But for many of the people calling out for help today, their future may actually be much more uncertain and wretched than any Bollywood film would portray.
Now we have moved to the blue city of Jodhpur, Rajasthan. Musicians, entertainers and dancers have flocked to the city for a folk festival. Yesterday, the local stadium hosted a competition for the longest moustache. Tonight, it's 7.45pm in the evening. I am leaning against a wall looking at the English clock tower in the centre of the market square. The moon is huge. As with so many festivals, this event is timed to coincide with the full moon. Behind me, musicians are warming up for a performance on a stage in the square tonight. They will all play each day in the courtyards of the Maranga Fort over the next few days of this festival. On the next day, as I walk down the stairway in the Maranga Forts in Jodhpur, I see two cheeky faces peeping out from a covered archway. As soon as these boys spot me, they start singing and clapping.
of metal plate drums and metal castanets. You're now listening to a real Rajasthani heavy metal band. This is where the miracle of radio breaks down. If only you could see what I could see now. A man dressed as a woman in a sari, dancing around in a courtyard with a spinning bicycle wheel balanced on his forehead as he dances. Thank you. 
time, sitting cross-legged in a garden at 2am outside the walls of the fortress in Jodhpur, more music flows over the crowd.
Well, I know, I know, you just can't get enough of this Rajasthani flute and jaw harp music, but we have to move on. We're now leaving India and heading for Hanoi, Vietnam. It's winter time and quite cold and fresh on the streets. Banners hung along the road to commemorate the 1972 B-52 bombing of the capital. Loudspeakers strung along these poles play martial music and then broadcast announcements to the streets as the busy roads carry locals to work A machine in a small factory in the countryside weaves reeds together with threads of coloured twine to make traditional sleeping mats. In the north of Hanoi, I follow a stream of people making their way into a Buddhist temple in the early afternoon. 
Traditional North Vietnamese Katru music played in an elegant house on May Ma Street. Inside, local artists performed to a small but appreciative audience.
And on to Kathmandu, Nepal. Spinning prayer wheels, ringing bells, political speeches, and traditional dances. people singing in a courtyard of an old people's home near Pashupati temple on the Bagmati river.
ಸಂಗೋಸುರಿಯೋತಮೋನುಧೋ ಗಾಚಾಂಚರಣಾಂಗಸಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗಾಂಗ
enthusiastic hollering at the Wagga border between India and Pakistan, we finished our tour for Framework Afield. In these field recordings from 2013, we've heard the plaintive voices of the lost at the Mahakum Mela in Allahabad. We've been serenaded by flutes in Jodhpur, joined pensioners singing along to a harmonium beside the Ghats in Kathmandu, temple singing and machinery in Vietnam, and listened to the bells and hooters of street food sellers in southern Sri Lanka. On Framework, the field, by Keith Day Mendonca. Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. You have been listening to Framework Afield. For more information, see our website at www.frameworkradio.net. Thanks for listening. <laughs>